Ethiopian coffee's popularity soars among Chinese consumers. Ethiopia's coffee export market is expanding due to the rising consumption and popularity of the country's coffee among Chinese consumers, according to officials and coffee exporters. According to data from Ethiopian Coffee and Tea Authority, ECTA, Ethiopia exported 11,935.65 metric tons of coffee to China during the previous Ethiopian fiscal year, which ended on July 7, earning 65.31 million US dollars, an increase of 84% year on year. Last fiscal year, July 8, 2021 to July 7, 2022, China ranked seventh among major importers of Ethiopian coffee, up from 33rd the previous fiscal year, July 8, 2020 to July 7, 2021. Currently, the youth in China are really fond of Ethiopian coffee, and we are witnessing growing coffee market share in China and other parts of Asia, said Edagne Dibila, Director General, ECTA. Dibila believes that due to its large population and growing coffee consumption, China would be one of the main consumers of Ethiopian coffee. Very recently, countries like China, Pakistan and the United Arab Emirates are coming to the front line after consumers in those countries tested and proved that Ethiopian coffee is an organic one, said Dibila. With the growing demand for Ethiopian coffee in the Chinese coffee market, an increasing number of Ethiopian coffee producers and exporters are competing to enter the burgeoning Chinese coffee market. Israel Dijefa, CEO of Kirchensch Trading, the country's largest producer and exporter of coffee, shares the same sentiment and believes that China would be one of the main destinations for Ethiopian coffee in the near future. In general, the Chinese market is growing every year, and we are tripling our export to China, both in the volume of coffee and value. The demand is high, and we are preparing to grow more coffee to feed the Chinese market. I think there is a cultural shift among the Chinese people. The Chinese new generation is adapting to drinking tea and coffee concurrently, said Israel Dijefa, CEO, Kirchensch Trading. Temesjan Cherkos, export manager of Hade Trading Private Limited Company, stated that his company is increasing coffee shipments to China, attributing the increase in coffee export volume to China's growing coffee consumption habits. We have been sending coffee to China for two years now. We exported a small volume of coffee the previous year, but this year, after we got registered in China, we are exporting an increasing volume of coffee to China. At least we make shipments of 10 containers of coffee to China every month. Temesjin Chekos, export manager, Hade Trading PLC. Known as the origin of Arabica coffee, Ethiopia is recognized internationally for its excellent coffee quality and variety of flavors and scents, driving up global demand for the commodity. Ethiopia earned a record $1.4 billion last fiscal year by exporting over 300,000 metric tons of coffee. Germany, the United States, Saudi Arabia, Belgium, and Japan were its top five export destinations. Ethiopia has approximately 5 million coffee growers, and more than 25 million Ethiopians rely on coffee production and processing for a living. According to ECTA, Coffee accounts for up to 30% of Ethiopia's export revenue. However, 
ECTA data shows that only 12% of Ethiopian coffee exports command the highest price in the international coffee market due to a lack of modern technology and the best variety of species in coffee production and processing. According to ECTA, coffee arabica is highly vulnerable to changing climatic conditions, particularly desert weather, which poses a potential threat to coffee production. India's NCDEX launches Robusta Futures Contracts India's National Commodity and Derivatives Exchange, NCDEX, will launch limited futures contracts for Robusta Coffee, according to a report by Financial News Source Reuters. India, which is the world's sixth-largest producer of coffee, will start with three contracts expiring in February, March, and April 2023. The purpose of a futures contract is to allow farmers to sell their coffee at an agreed price in the present, but which will be delivered at a future date. The buyer of the contracts bets that the price will be higher in the future, and they secure the coffee at a cheaper price by paying today. The farmer benefits from futures contracts by having a guaranteed level of income, and they accept the potential to earn less profit if the price of the commodity rises, when the contract is due to be delivered. The contract will enable growers to hedge their price risks, individually and collectively, said Arun Raste, NCDEX chief executive. JDE Peets appoints Patricia Capel as non-exec director. JDE Peets, the world's leading pure-play coffee and tea company by revenue, today announced that its board of directors, the board, proposes the appointment of Ms. Patricia Capel as non-executive member of the board. The appointment of Patricia Capel is subject to the approval by the 2023 Annual General Meeting of Shareholders. Until then, Patricia will temporarily fill in the vacancy on the board as a stand-in non-executive member of the board until the aforementioned anticipated approval. Ms. Patricia Capel, 1972 Brazilian, is a partner at JAB Holding Company since 2021, following 25 years at AB InBev and AmBev where she most recently led the commercial operations in Chile, Bolivia, and Paraguay. Patricia has extensive global consumer operating experience, including in the United States, Russia, Latin America, Belgium, and Canada. At AB InBev, she held numerous roles including as VP Finance, VP of Global People, and was a member of the ABI Global Diversity and Inclusion Council. Ms. Capel has also worked at PwC and Cargill Agricola. Nestlé invests 100 million euros in Spain coffee plant. Nestlé, the Swiss food and beverage conglomerate, has announced a 100 million euro investment, $97 million, to expand production capacity at its coffee factory in Girona, Spain, over the next three years. The food company giant intends to increase the production capacity of instant coffee and coffee capsules at its facility in Girona, Catalonia, as well as invest in technology to improve sustainability and logistics. Large volumes are exported from Girona to Europe, America, Asia, Africa and Oceania. In 2020, the factory exported 80% of its output to 59 countries, including Switzerland, the United Kingdom, France, Greece and Mexico. The investment will allow us to focus on the production and filling of soluble coffee based on spray-dry technology and on the production of coffee capsules in line with the growth of the market. Nestlé operates 10 factories in Spain, 
including a second coffee plant in Reus, south of Girona. The Girona factory, which began producing Nescafe Dolce Gusto in 2008, directly employs 870 people, and the investment is expected to create more jobs. Nestle said that the number will depend on the evolution of market demand. We are very proud to attract this investment to the Girona factory, in recognition of the professional qualifications and skills of the human team. In addition, it represents a step forward in the consolidation of the factory, as the reference plant of the group, said Jordi Haen, director, Nestle factory in Girona. Nestle also announced the closure of the site's decaffeination plant, although Haen stated that the restructuring would not result in job losses. The company will maintain employment for all those affected, with relocations to other positions within the Girona factory. The rest of the employees will not be affected, said Nestlé. The company cited an increase in demand as the main driver of organic growth in 2021. Nestlé reported high single-digit coffee sales growth in its July 2022 half-year results due to a strong recovery in out-of-home channels. This follows Nestlé's investment in coffee markets in Asia and the Americas earlier this year, when it opened its second coffee plant in the port city of Veracruz, Mexico for $340 million, and created 1,200 jobs. The factory will process 40,000 tons of green coffee per year, primarily from Mexican coffee farms, according to the company. In September 2022, the food and beverage giant also announced a considerable investment in its operations in India, pledging $613 million over the next three years, to capitalize on product growth opportunities in the country. Newman Coffee Group starts operations in Korea. Korea is a major consumer of coffee and has consistently grown its imports of green coffee each year. Only two years saw a decline in green coffee imports. NKG appears to be ready to tap into this lucrative market. It is one of the strongest markets in Asia, in part because drinking speciality coffee has an associated status that makes it aspirational. NKG Korea recently launched its operations. As the first Korean-based company of Green Coffee Service Group, Newman Coffee Group, NKG Korea will be offering all types of coffees, from commercial mainstream to speciality qualities. NKG Korea is a local business with focus on client communication, import and distribution of coffee. Korea is a very exciting market because of the continuous growth in consumption and diverse landscape of customers who expect proactive communication and innovation. This is perfectly aligned with a company like ours that can offer a broad range of selected coffees and services, says Chang Soo Woo, COO of NKG Korea. I am excited by the opportunity to introduce the wide range of origins and specially prepared coffees, from NKG sister companies to the Korean coffee market. The new office is located in the Mapoga district in the western part of Seoul, with easy access to both Incheon and Gimpo Airport. This location in a rather industrial and younger generation area is close to some of the company's main and other potential new customers. A cupping room is an essential element for marketing events and client interaction. Therefore, we will set this up, combined with meeting and collaboration facilities, Chang Su Wu explains. There are plans to partner with local warehouse operators and to establish a countrywide distribution to serve all types of clients across Korea in the future.
We are taking a long-term approach, and we are building up a range of products and services that our customers can rely on, says Cheng Su Wu. Typhoon Noru threatens Vietnam's coffee belt. Typhoon Noru made landfall in Vietnam on Wednesday, forcing more than 800,000 people to evacuate and bringing heavy rains to the country's coffee belt in the central highlands. Noru threatens to delay the harvest in the world's second biggest coffee producer and the biggest robusta supplier for one to two weeks, according to Tranti Lon On, deputy director of coffee exporter, Vinhip Company, based in GLI province. She had hoped that the harvest would otherwise begin in mid-October. Generally, the harvest in Vietnam lasts from October to January or February, with the first shipments arriving in April. Dang Van Chien, director of the Dak Lak Provinces Weather Forecasting Center, said that Kuantum and GLI provinces were forecast to receive 300 to 500 millimeters of rain each within five days, and as much as 600 millimeters in some places. Other parts of Dak Lak and Dak Nong provinces were predicted to receive 150 to 250 millimeters of rain each while Lam Dong province would likely get 80 to 150 millimeters of rain. Other more low-lying areas such as Kuantum, GLI, Dak Lak and Lam Dong were forecast to experience temporary floods due to downpours. Since midsummer, robusta prices have been rising. This has partly been due to droughts in Brazil, where production has slightly declined. If Nora delays the Vietnamese harvest, the prices will continue to increase. The typhoon's wind reached speeds of 183 km per hour, one of the strongest storms to hit the country in 20 years. It crossed Vietnam and later passed by Thailand in a slightly weakened state. Prior to that, Noru caused at least eight deaths and widespread flooding in the Philippines. The Vietnamese government ordered the evacuation to save as many lives and assets as possible. The typhoon has caused airports in Vietnam to close and travel to be disrupted. Around 270,000 military personnel were put on standby, the government announced. Uganda reports record 2022-23 coffee crop. Africa's largest coffee exporter, Uganda, recently announced that production of the 2022-23 crop could reach record levels due to improved rainfall and planting of seedlings over the past eight years. Uganda mainly grows the Robusta variety, whose trees are more productive than Arabica's, which is commonly perceived in the market as being better quality, although not everyone agrees with this. The forecast for the current coffee production year ending September 2023 is at 9,060,000,000 kg bags. The figure was given by the Uganda Coffee Development Authority's Executive Director, Emmanuel Ayamulamai, in an email response to Bloomberg, without providing comparative figures. Another official told Bloomberg over the phone that this would be the highest harvest ever for Uganda. The official, however, refused to introduce himself, saying he was not authorized to speak for Uganda's Coffee Development Administration. The same official also confirmed that production for the 2021-22 coffee year, which ends on September 30, will not be much different from the estimated 8.4 million 60 kg bags in the fiscal year that ended on June 30. 
Ugandan coffee production has grown steadily in the past few years. Data provided by International Coffee Organization, RICO, shows record output for Uganda was over 5.6 million bags in 2020-21. Meanwhile, the country's exports peaked at 6.5 million bags in the same production year, according to data on UCDA's website. The Ugandan government supports coffee and tea producers by subsidizing much-needed seedlings despite tight budgets. Producers have managed to improve yields by cutting down old trees, planting higher-yielding varieties, and increasing the use of organic fertilizer. Ayamulama explained that these factors boosted coffee production. Uganda is Africa's second-largest coffee producer after Ethiopia and the largest exporter, with Italy as the country's biggest importer, followed by Germany, Sudan, India, Belgium, Tunisia, Spain and Morocco, according to ICO reports.